episode 17 of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh and I'm here with Kim Baker. Uh, we just want to wish everyone happy Thanksgiving, first of all. Happy Black we, Friday, actually. Yeah, we are recording this on Black Friday. So did you do any shopping today? No, it's technically my Thanksgiving. So we celebrate. <laughs> Honestly, we always have this like weird issue with holidays where we never end up celebrating like on the real day. So we waited until today because my half sister was coming from Brooklyn and she didn't get here until today so yesterday I did nothing and it was super weird like being on social media and seeing everyone have a real Thanksgiving we just like hung around and had like a frozen pizza for dinner so it was really depressing (laughs) I know but then today like we did a real Thanksgiving and it just it felt normal yeah I mean obviously since you guys celebrated today it was normal but it's just weird it was like after everyone else already had their whole I, I know like I'm just yeah. You know, my family is super non-traditional and just has a total disregard for real holiday dates. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's been a a tough couple of days so far being home with the fam, you know, constant criticism, constant wine shaming. Yeah. yeah, can we please talk about this wine shaming? So, I don't know about you, but my family definitely thinks that I like drink too much my um dad likes to drink he's like me he likes to party like I think we've had this conversation before he's <laughs> he's like more so like me and my mom is more so like my brother she's more just like oh I'll have like one or two drinks but we're not like a huge party family but obviously I like to party <laughs> I, um and I I mean I just like to have fun and be social and to me and celebrating a holiday includes drinking alcohol so I've been doing just that and I've I've thought about it and I think like to defend myself my parents might think that I drink a lot but I only ever see them on holidays which is when I'm like binge drinking so I can see how it looks to them I understand but in reality I promise it's a lot better <laughs> no I mean I feel the same way like I got home my family is like probably a bit more of a party family than yours I would say probably um, at least my mom is. She's like always trying to feed me wine, which I support. But I like got home and I was like, oh, there's no champagne here. Like we we need to buy champagne to make fall mimosas. And my mom was like, what is a fall mimosa? <laughs> and I was like, apple cider and champagne, obviously. So I like, of course, run to the store and get like three bottles of champagne because you got to do it big, you know? And then my drink was actually a hit with the whole family yesterday on Thanksgiving. Everyone was all about my fall mimosas. Eat my fall so mimosas right here. Yum. It's a little weak, but weak gonna, with the mixer part. Yeah, I was going to say that doesn't look like it has much apple cider in it. Yeah, well, I filled it with the rest of the champagne, so it was filled pretty high and I only had room for like a drop, you know? I got you. It happens. Yeah. So that was actually a hit with the family and I did not get shamed for, for that. However, the night before Thanksgiving, also known as Black Wednesday, um, because I have no friends in Arizona since I went to high school back east in Connecticut, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go out to my local townie bar and get hammered like every other um, person that returns home to their college town. So instead, I just drank a bottle of wine to myself and got depressed about how I have no friends in Arizona. And I think that's when uh, when the wine shaming really started. Wasn't it sad, like coming home to your like hometown and not having any friends left? Like, I mean, I grew up here. I went to high school here, but all of my friends are off doing things in other cities now. So it's like, I don't have that group of high school friends that everyone comes back to. Like everyone is off doing their own thing. So yeah. it was very sad. Like I didn't have anyone to go out with. My brother wouldn't even go out with me. So I was like, well, looks like I'm going to drink wine at home by myself. Yeah. It's just kind of sad because I just like look at all these other people on social media and stuff and they're getting back together with their hometown crew and like their high school squad. And like, honestly, I went to an all girls high school that was like half boarding school so honestly so many of my friends aren't even from Connecticut that going home wouldn't even be like that for me even if I went back to Connecticut so it's just sad because I really know that there's no possibility of me getting that no matter where I go home to well you can always come drink with me in Charlotte we can just forget (laughs) our families and just stay in Charlotte and yeah have our own have our own Thanksgiving I've officially been here for a week and I'm not actually this is probably the one of the first trips I've been home in a while where I'm not completely sick of my family but I'm ready to like get back to to my life in Charlotte I get sick of my family very easily and like I love them to death obviously but I just have a very very short temper whenever I come home and like very little patience and I hate it and like I feel bad but Luckily, like when my sister got here today, it changed everything because she's so much like me. Like she's on my dad's side. So she and my dad and I are like all the same. So she's like trying to like sing and dance and have fun. And she just like brought a lot more positivity to my house. And I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else is here to to have fun with me. No, I support that. That's like how me and my mom are when we're together. I feel like for the most part, we're like upbeat. And then my brother, he'll just like, after Thanksgiving dinner, go out and pass out in his bed. Like, rude. Can oh my you... God, that's my sister said she listened to our podcast too. Really? Yeah. She's like, I... I listen. she said, I listened to the first episode and then I listened to the second episode where you apologized for the sound quality of the first episode. <laughs> I was that's... like, oh my God, they're so much better now. You have to keep listening. For sure. Yeah. I have seen a ton of my brother's friends since being back because he went to high school in Arizona. So he's got like his actual squad here. And all of them, I'm like, yo, so I have a podcast now. Like, you guys are 19. Like, you're within the, like, age range of people that would be in with the podcast vibes. I'm like, give it a listen. Yeah. (laughs) Always plugging. Did your family ask you about anything else while you were home? Did they ask about Ross? Yeah. um, Of course, that's always a topic for discussion. Like, I swear there's not, like, a family get together where relationships are not asked about my brother was like being like harassed for information but he's like not dating anyone seriously so So that was disappointing for him but I of course got got slammed with the questions where is he from what does he do how old is he what is he like I'm like oh my god can we not don't you love it Yeah, my um my one of my cousins is single. He wasn't here for Thanksgiving, but I did hear that um 
that my uncle wanted to talk to him about dating apps because he was single. I'm like, I promise you, he has no problem finding girls. I'm sure he's just okay. He probably wants to be single. He just has no intention of dating anyone. I mean, he's only 25, so it's not like... He's not not a serial dater. My brother's 27. We'll hear from him a little bit later in the episode. But yeah, he's has no intention of really settling down anytime soon. And he always says that I'm going to get married before he does. But at this point I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, it's a race to see who can stand off the longest from getting married. So <laughs> I feel like that's that's how it usually is. Yeah. I feel like my family's the same. Well, that's cool. I mean, so unlike my family who obviously is very non-traditional, do you guys have any Thanksgiving traditions that you do? Honestly, no. Honestly, Thanksgiving is one of my least favorite holidays. I'm going to start with that. I don't don't know why. And this is honestly a hot take. I feel like so many people are going to shit on me for this. But I have never been a big Thanksgiving girl. I hate turkey. I think it's disgusting. Never been a turkey fan. hate turkey. I'm not a turkey girl. And then honestly, on top of that, like the only thing I like to eat on Thanksgiving is pumpkin pie and sweet potato casserole <laughs> so just <laughs> pretty much like the same food in different formats yeah so those are my go-to dishes um and then I don't know there's just something about like Thanksgiving I just don't feel like I mean it's good to be around family and stuff but now that my family's all spread out throughout the country we don't really get together with like my extended family with my cousins and stuff anymore so it's not really the same But on top of that, I'm just more of a Christmas spirit kind of person. Like, I like Christmas decorations and Christmas music. And I just, like, feel like Christmas time is much more, like, family vibes for me for whatever reason. I guess we've always had more traditions and stuff surrounding Christmas. So Thanksgiving has kind of just been, like, the start to the season. But for me, it's never been anything special. So I'm I'm not a big Thanksgiving girl. I also just think that Thanksgiving is just like a very underwhelming holiday to begin with. Like, I just don't really know how to celebrate it. Like the only traditions I can think of is like watching the Macy Thanksgiving Day Parade, like on the TV, like the morning of Thanksgiving or like cooking together in the kitchen. But I'm like, what music do we play? There's no Thanksgiving playlist. Like all I can think about is playing Christmas music or like decorating the tree together. Like that's a Thanksgiving tradition. We don't have any Thanksgiving traditions really. Like we don't run 5Ks, even though I wish we did. Oh my God. (laughs) Don't even get me started on the 5k families. I don't understand how you want this to be a tradition in your family because it's the worst possible tradition for any family to have. I hate this. Okay. So I got a little attacked on Twitter. Um, You being one of the people, but it's fine. I'll let it slide. (laughs) Let me, let me defend myself here. So I want to be in a family that runs 5Ks on Thanksgiving Day, as long as they aren't the family who's going to be like, okay, this is a totally vegan Thanksgiving. We're only eating salad. Like if they're that kind of family who like religiously runs 5Ks, that's different. But if they're the family that's just like, okay, like we know we're going to eat a shit ton of food today. So like, let's just go do a little run. Like we don't have to run the whole time. We're just going to do a 5K. That's fine, whatever. But yes, I understand it takes away from Black Wednesday because it's very hard to wake up the next morning if you're hungover and go run a 5K. But I don't know. I just think it's like a fun thing to do together if it's if it's not a crazy family. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I don't hate that take. I just think, okay, what I like 
on Thanksgiving morning is I like watching the Macy's Day Parade. That's definitely like, I guess, a tradition per se that like me and my mom, especially in my family, love to watch. And then I like to go for like a, a, a brisk walk, like around the neighborhood, like, you know, just like, yeah, you need to do something active before you eat all the food. Absolutely. So like a walk or something like that seems great. I just, the whole idea of running a 5k and there's all these other people there, like I'd rather just, you know, go for a walk with like my family. Yeah. Well, so like we told you guys, we were going to get our brothers on here to do some questions and we couldn't get them on at the same time. So I did a little recording with my brother separately and Matt's did one with her brother. So we're going to play those for you. Um, Mine was kind of interesting. <laughs> my brother, he wasn't as bad as I thought he would be. I thought he was going to take the opportunity to just like completely shit on me, but <laughs> he was he was good and he left with a little with a little nice note for me. Aww. So it was nice, but yeah, um, yeah. So I it mean, should be interesting. You guys, you have to tell us what you think of our brothers, like in comparison to our personalities. I'm just interested to hear the fans' takes on what they think of them compared to us like are we like them are we not yeah you know I think it's funny because they have like the insider scoop on us exactly the most inside scoop hey brother there's an endless road to rediscover hey sister know the water Sweet All right, so I have my brother here, Justin. What's up, what's up? He's going to answer some questions that we have uh, from some listeners and just ones that we thought that everyone should know about Madison and I. So I've given him a few seconds to look over the questions, but um, we'll start with the first one. All right. The most embarrassing thing your sister did. Yeah, so what's the most embarrassing thing I did growing up? To you, to myself, to the family. Where do I start now? Um, yeah, like you reminded me. I think when I think you were you and Alyssa were there, right? And you were spying on me from the window upstairs. Okay, yeah. So we have this this staircase with a window that's like halfway down the staircase that overlooks our backyard, and we had a trampoline growing up, and. You can finish the story. I was hooking up with my girlfriend, and I'm pretty sure uh, they were watching. <laughs> on our trampoline. Yeah, no, I was I was definitely that annoying sister that used to spy on you guys, because I was just trying to be annoying. Trying to be Honestly. Cool. Trying to see what the cool kids do. Really, though? I mean, that's not even that embarrassing. It's more embarrassing for you, but... Well, I don't think... So. We were... Four years apart is... Is large enough when you're younger, so that I think it's pretty. Uh, you know, you don't often like hang out. I was a pretty shy child too, so I don't think I really was like ever doing anything super embarrassing. Yeah, I can't. I, honestly, there's not anything that really sticks out. Hmm. Well. Uh. <laughs> what was the worst boyfriend I've ever had? What did you think about him? Um. I'm trying to remember his name. You have a lot of good options to choose from. I'm trying to remember his name. I think it was the guy that, the guy that was like stalking you, or like, <laughs> was like yelling your name from the front yard 
at night. Oh my gosh, there's so many backstories to all these stories, <laughs> but wow. I, I didn't hear it, but I heard about it. and uh... You were lucky because that was a bad one. So backstory, one of my boyfriend's, uh, I guess, you know, high school romances, and he just took it a little too far. And we happened to be neighbors, somewhat of neighbors. He lived in the same neighborhood, and he came over to my house I would say in the middle of the night, but it was high school, so it was like 10 p.m. And we had broken up. I had broken up with him over like a text, probably. (laughs) And he came outside and stood in the front of my house in the front yard and was like yelling my name to come out and talk to him. I love you. (laughs) The worst part was the next day I woke up and I was going to school and he had taken chalk and he had written in our driveway like a big broken heart with like our initials in it or something and my my parents were just like cracking up they thought it was so funny and I was like do you guys see how like strange this is and they were like oh like that's so sad I was like no it's not sad it's crazy a little creepy well so you think that was the worst boyfriend you didn't really you were never really like a a helicopter brother there's so many I can't remember (laughs) that is not true no um the most recent guy, I can't remember his name. I know exactly what he looks like. Yeah. Um, I'm bad with names sometimes. It's okay. We don't need to say all their names on here. Cause <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably it. It's really fun. That's a good idea. No, but honestly, I think, to me, your dating life seemed pretty smooth. I mean, we all have. What would, what would you do if a, if a boyfriend ever cheated on me that you knew about? Uh. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably ask you if you were okay. And you wouldn't. You wouldn't go beat him up for me. It's not my mo. Yeah. That's not. That's not who I am. I mean, if that's, he. That's fair. If he hurts you physically, that's another story. But like. Well, that's good. But, I honestly. I mean, like, that's. Frankly, none of my business. Yeah. I think the emotional damage is what made me who I am today, so it's I don't need any interference, but if I were being physically abused, then, yeah, I would appreciate it if you were to step in. Yeah. Um, okay, back to the, the lighter questions. What was the best prank you ever pulled on me? Oh, God. There's so many good ones. Um, the thing that comes to mind off the top of my head is the time I, uh, <laughs> I shoved a... Was it a lima bean? Oh my god! No, it was a black eyed pea. A black eyed pea up your nose, and you started hyperventilating. And I think it was like kinda, shocker. I think it was kind of stuck in your sinus cavity or whatever. And yeah. And eventually, I just remember we were in a McDonald's parking lot on a road trip, and you were just sobbing, just like snot, like dripping down your nose, just like just freaking out, and. You know, nothing would, I mean, you would have just inhaled it eventually. It would have just, like, gone down in your mouth. And At the time, I thought I was, like, dying. Yeah. <laughs> it was a terrible thing to do. But, uh... And you you got in trouble for it. I did. I did, for <laughs> sure. Um, I remember Mom was, like, sitting there with me. She was like, okay, just breathe, breathe. Like, you need to, like, blow it out of your nose. And I was, like, hyperventilating. And every time I did that, I would just suck it back, like, further into my nose. And you were just, like, cracking up. <laughs> I was dying. I that guess. was almost as bad as the time that you uh, forced me to eat a grape. Oh, yeah. And then told me it was made of lamb liver. I cut it half open. And if you've ever cut a grape open in half. It looks pretty gross. They don't look the 
Do you know that to this day I don't eat fruit because of that time? Yeah, I know. I think I should, still tell everyone. Talk to someone about that. <laughs> I need to see a therapist about my grade problem. I think so. There's... Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. There's some trauma I was there. traumatized. Like literally, as soon as I popped the grape in my mouth, you were like, "Did you know grapes are made of lamb liver?" And I just spit it out. And I remember Dad was yelling. He was like, "Oh, stop being dramatic!" And I was like, "Ah." <laughs> <laughs> I cried a lot growing up, if you can't it's, tell. It's a fruit that grows on a vine. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the time, you should be honored that I thought so highly of you that I believed anything that you said. And now you don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not listening to a single thing that comes out of your mouth. Um, what was the most annoying thing I did growing up? I think frequently you used to just, you often blamed me for stuff. But I'm a little sister. Yeah. No, I mean, but... <laughs> I remember you would definitely get, you played like the younger sibling card, like get worked up, start crying, and then I would get in trouble. Oh, like, of course. Like classic, classic uh, sibling drama feud. Um, but the one, the one long running story in our family is, uh, I don't know, I think I, I had told you that if you, well, so we had two cats growing up and our oldest cat Eli um was that one yeah I don't know if we had Jojo at that point maybe not but um I mentioned to you that cats use their whiskers to you know judge uh like um their uh spatial awareness like you know if they can fit in between things or uh you know they're sometimes I guess used for balance but they, they play many different roles the whiskers and uh you thought it would just be funny to see what would happen if the cat was missing some of its whiskers and um, you proceeded to cut half of his off and uh, which is such a terrible thing to do. Okay. But uh, mom, my... to this day, mom still <laughs> believes it was me. In my defense, I don't have a huge defense here because that was a really messed up thing to do. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure that you told me, you said, if you cut a cat's whiskers... It'll get stuck, like, in a, a crevice or something. And I thought... I think I said it could. I don't think I said And why I would want a cat to get stuck, I don't know. But <laughs> I just want... I really desperately wanted to see if it was true. Yeah. So, yes, I snipped half of the cat's whiskers. <laughs> but... And blamed it on me. I, I don't know if I blamed it on you, but I think... I don't know. See, a lot of it was that I just wanted to see how much I could get away with. Like, I was like, I wonder if I tell mom that he did this, if she would actually believe me. I'm yeah. sorry. That was a little devious of me. It's okay. I forgive you. I have since become I've get, a better I've gotten, person. I've gotten used to it. Yeah. I've gotten used to it. You've also gotten me back a few times. Not in the sense of the blame game, but you've definitely had your fair share of <laughs> Oh yeah. traumatizing me. Absolutely. I also one time painted the cat's claws with nail polish. I will admit that. That was That's, a little messed up. Uh, a little less messed up, but <laughs> they still, they probably, I mean, they clean their claws and lick it, and so they're probably just eating nail polish. Yeah, well, Eli has been through a lot, but <laughs> to everyone listening, he's still alive to this day. Oh my god, I used to, uh, I used to do some bad things to Eli. I remember. And he just put up with it. I remember just throwing him up in the air <laughs> to watch him land on the bed, because I thought it was so amazing how cats always land on their feet so i would just toss them up in the air and... see that's the same thing with the whisker thing it's like you want to see if it's true so you just throw them up in the air and see if it works 
What if he didn't lay it on his feet, huh? He was on the bed. And he was young. He was young. He didn't have like arthritis or anything. And now it, he has arthritis. Another thing, I remember putting him in the carrier and holding him over the hot tub because cats are afraid of water, and he he was super. Okay, that's messed up. He was in the carrier. I mean, he wasn't like. That's so traumatizing. Imagine if you were like in a human cage being like held over a a pool of sharks. That's pretty much the same thing. Well, I think I just was interested to know if the cat knew it was over water. You know, like. <laughs> so pretty much the reason he why he couldn't we'd... see it, but he knew it was. I don't know. It was, it was, I don't know. I, I mean, I just put him down and it was fine. The yeah. reason we did all these things to the cat, it was just, Scientific. It, was, it was all a mere science Science, science. In the name of science. <laughs> Which makes it okay. Any other good stories you have about me? Maybe some that can't be spoken about on the podcast. Um, well, aside from that, do you have any tips on surviving family holidays? I know you have some of your own, but. Um, I think people's go-to go to uh choice of coping is alcohol <laughs> um i knew you're gonna say that <laughs> but uh as i sit here drinking a mimosa if you're not one of those people i think uh i think just you know giving in giving in and just going for the ride you know that's all you can really do and just knowing you're gonna come out on the other side eventually and <laughs> just full frontal ahead just be grateful that there are only so many of these holidays <laughs> <laughs> And grateful that they end eventually. And uh, without your relatives, you wouldn't be here. So That's yes, true. There's that. Very true. And overall, you're glad that you had a sister growing up with? Yeah, absolutely. Did you ever wish you had a brother? No, I don't think so. Really? Maybe. I always wish I had a sister. Ooh. Not, not necessarily. Harsh. <laughs> not necessarily in replacement of you, but in addition to you, yes. Um, I think... I think there probably was a time, but uh, I don't think it was ever like a serious like thought of, oh man, I just wish I had. Well, I was a pretty cool sister growing up. I wasn't yeah. like extremely girly. I think because of you, I am the way I am today. I think I think it has to do with my my lack of like. My friends aren't the best uh, ones to keep in touch or have, like, a strong community. So I think mm -hmm. sometimes I wished for, like, a brother that was always, like... There to hang out. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But it was not because of, like, you being... Not enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you don't wish me away. Well, any last words for the podcast fans that you want them to know about me? Hmm. Let's see. Um, should you warn them? Anything you should warn them about? Don't listen to anything I say. <laughs> um. Just take everything with a grain of salt. And uh, Kim is a good person. And uh, I think when she gets her head out of her ass, she really she really has some good advice. So. Uh, <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you backed me up here because on the podcast, I can definitely come through as having my head very far into my ass. <laughs> but um, I think, uh, yeah, you said this before. I think you, you have to, you know, especially with your podcast, you got to put it into perspective. But, uh, you know, I think you uh, always try and do what you think is right. And that's important. So. Yeah. 
I mean, I hope that no one actually takes my advice on this podcast and, like, <laughs> uses it in their daily life. Aside from some of my advice, is actually pretty good, but it is satirical people, so just keep that in mind, please. <laughs> I don't want to be held to anything. Disclaimer. Yeah, <laughs> disclaimer. No, no lawsuits around here. All right, well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Peace. All right, it's Mads, and I'm here with my brother, Michael. Hey, Michael, what's up? Hi. You excited to be on the podcast? Yeah, super pumped. Can't wait. <laughs> you want to tell the audience a little about yourself? Um, I am a sophomore in college. I am an environmental science major. Um, wow, I, I feel like this is like an icebreaker. <laughs> I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I go to school at uh, Baldwin-Wallace University. Pretty cool. Swimmer there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. People love to hear it. Oh, yeah. All right. So um, we're going to get into a few topics that the listeners reached out to us about. And we just want to hear your takes on some of these topics that they wanted us to talk about. All right. First one we have here. Most embarrassing thing I've ever done to you. Um, I don't know. Definitely, definitely when I had sleepovers, like coming in and like being the big sister asshole. <laughs> Was I? Oh yeah, sometimes, especially around like some of the the younger days back in Connecticut, you would definitely come around and be rude. Rude, really? Oh yeah. oh yeah. I feel like I was like the cool older sister that everyone loved. You were like the older sister that like my friends loved, but I didn't love because you did your coolness and made me look like a loser. <laughs> See, that's the goal of every older sibling, I feel like. Uh, yeah, totally. All right. Do you, do you feel like you've done anything embarrassing for me? I feel like probably. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just, like, trying to fit in with my friends. And I think I did a great job. Your friends have always loved me. Yeah, we're four years apart. So, actually, this is a good one. Michael came to visit me my soft junior year of college. Yeah. My junior year of college, he came to visit me. So you were 16? No, you were. that was when you were graduating. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the first time oh, you came. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Halloween, yeah. I yeah, that date function. Yeah. So at the time, I was social chair of my sorority, and you're not supposed to let anyone under the age of 18 into sorority social events. However, I somehow got my brother listed on the date list as, like, my second date to the function. So we roll in. You were 16, right? 16 mini bottles of, uh, what is it, fireball in pocket. (laughs) And legit, I just had, like, freshmen. At the time, I was a junior. So there were, like, freshman girls, like, hitting on him left and right. And I was like, no, no, no. He's 16. (laughs) Yikes. That's a real yikes. Yeah, that was a that was a rough one for sure. Alright. Any other topics that we've got listed out here? Okay, this is kind of along the same lines. Most annoying thing I did growing up. Um 
I don't know. I feel like I was a great sister, and I just... You were just, like, a big antagonizer. Like, you were... Me? Oh, yeah. Like, you were you were the kind to, like, do something, know it would make me mad, and then, like, when I would get mad, like, you would just run to mom. <laughs> like, that's just how it would be. But I feel like we're cool now. Oh, yeah. 100% now. Me and my Even though you just ripped my pants and uh, made me mad, but whatever. Yeah, so, disclaimer... Me and Michael, before we recorded this, I thought he was going to back out last minute because he has those, like, snap Adidas pants, like, the old school, like, 90s style snap sweatpants, and I was, like, ripping the side of them, like, pulling them up just, like, as a joke, and uh, I broke one of the snaps. It really... And he, like, basically... It put a real dampener on the dinner. No, he, like, basically started crying. High key. He's an a emotional... Upset. Who he's upset. Who destroys emotion- my $85 pants? Bro, it's not that big of a deal. All right, all right. Next question. Do you have anything else to say? I feel like you're quite quiet tonight. You're usually a talker. I I just feel like you weren't that bad of a sister when we were growing up. Wow, I'm actually honored to hear this. You weren't a big bully, to be honest. Yeah, I was pretty nice to Michael for the most part growing up. Like, I usually included you in my friends' things. I knew what was going on always, and that was nice to be kept in the loop. What do you mean? Like, I always knew what was going on in your life. I always knew, like, the stages of where you were, you know? Yeah. I felt like I was getting a good understanding of what it meant to be th- those ages above me. Yeah, but I was, like, kind you were, of... You were leading the path. I, I was leading the path, but I was kind of lame. Yeah. I was definitely a lot cooler growing up than you were. <laughs> From every age point that you've had to where I've been, I've done it better. No, not not my current age point, though. I don't think you're going to do 23 better than me. I mean, I guess we'll see when the time shines. I mean, I just don't think you're going to have a crazy successful podcast and just, like, be killing it in Charlotte. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess we'll see where I am in three years. Hey, I guess we will. Podcast coming soon. <laughs> Bro, I don't think you're you're fit for the podcast life. Do you think you could do this once a week? I don't know. It might be a little too regimented for me. <laughs> but I like Joe Rogan, so maybe I could do it. Michael's a bit of a free spirit, for those of you who don't know. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram. What's uh, your Instagram? At, at Michael Morsh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, give him a follow. People say we it look like... It might be Michael underscore Morsh, potentially. Potentially. I'll tag him on our Instagram story. But Michael is kind of a hippie. People say we look like twins, though. I've heard it from every single one of my friends that we look very, very similar. I've legit convinced people that we are twins. Just because you're so tall now, you don't look younger than me anymore. I've also had, though, like, those weirdos that go, like, oh, you guys look nothing alike. No way. Yeah. I don't see that. Yeah. I mean, we definitely look alike. With glasses on, I, like, it's identical. It's a little scary. People also say we have, like, very similar hand gestures and stuff, and it, like, freaks them out when we're together. Like, my roommate always thinks that's scary when we're together. People say we talk the same, too, like, voice inflection. Yeah, let us know about the voice thing, because obviously most of you are just going to be, like, hearing this (laughs) on the pod. All right, let's see anything else. Oh, worst boyfriend that I've had. This is a good one. Michael has met, like, basically all of my boyfriends, and he's, like, a big judger, and, like, honestly, I kind of take into his his opinion into account, because, like, me and Michael are pretty close, so. Um, high school boyfriends, for the most part, I was a fan of. Yeah, they were good to you. They were all really good to me. They (laughs) treated me well. Um, 
Way back when. Way back in the good old days. When Michael was like in middle school, right? Yeah. I feel like I got driven to GameStop by a few of them. Like just some some nice shit for brownie points. <laughs> uh. Love that. High school was different. There was a few where I was like, eh. you mean college? No, when I when I was in high school, yeah. So college. so my college, yeah, comes. yeah. Um, early ones were decent, um, and then uh, the later it got, the less I <laughs> became a fan. It seemed honestly, just more more regimented dudes to keep it real, and um. I'm more of a, I'm more of a, like, let's have fun than a let's talk about business or politics kind of guy myself, but, um. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but, but as of recent, most recent, not going to name names, but seems like a chill dude, so if you're listening. <laughs> the, the, po- the podcast people know. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they all know about my, my up, personal life. Up to date, yeah. The newest man's is a good man's, it seems. <laughs> a good man's. Good man's. Hashtag good man. So there weren't any particularly horrible situations. Ugh. Last one was not the biggest fan, but I don't want to get too into it. Why? Because I don't, I don't want to roast the man. It's just, I felt like I was at work every single time I had a conversation with him. Oh, I'm shocked. There was no downtime. It was just, it was purely business, no casual. Purely business. And, and you know that's not me. Yeah, I know. He's not the kind of guy you'd talk about spirituality or meditation with. I don't know if my current boyfriend is either. Well, yeah, but he's also, he, he would get it more, I feel. He would be like, oh, yeah, I know what kind of dude this guy is. Where your <laughs> other boyfriend's like, yeah, that guy's a fucking whack job. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. You haven't had any particularly horrible girlfriends, I would say. I feel like they've all been pretty solid. Um. Your early high school girlfriends, I liked particularly one. She was like, she kind of kissed my ass, so I was about that. Yeah. And she was like super nice to me, so she was just always trying to impress. I still have ex-girlfriends that follow and like you and mom's Instagram pages to this day, like four years later. Yeah. For sure. Her. Your first girlfriend, like ever, pretty much. All of them do, I feel. Yeah. And then even like your later high school girlfriends... They were pretty nice to me. Yeah. I, I was judgy at first based on their kind of thought-esque Instagram accounts. Thought-esque Instagram accounts. But I, I've come to realize that that's pretty much just every 19-year-old girl. Yeah, I think that's just the generation nowadays. It's the generation gap. Like, girls my age do not look like that. Like, if in high school... you look at the difference of, like, your year of, like, high school to, like, my year of high school... The, the social media world is a completely different thing. It's legit wild how in four years how much social media has changed. Like, these girls are out here getting, like, a thousand likes on their posts. Yeah, but you also have these girls that are, like, 15 and through 18 posting half-nude pictures on Instagram and Twitter. And it's like... Yeah. You have all these creepy people lurking on their pages. It's yeah. like, of course they're going to get a thousand likes. It's legit not a vibe. It's like, I'm out here posting a picture fully clothed in the woods. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get 200 likes max. Yeah, but like, I feel like I'll post a bikini pic now and I'll still get like 300 likes max. I don't even know how these girls are taking these pics. It's like legit they like they Nikon cameras out there on they, the pool side. They legit have like uh personal photographer like following them around like getting these like, it's model like their shots. headshot photos <laughs> like 
There are photos you'd pay $400 for just so they can post on their Instagram. Like, I try to be a blogger sometimes with my, like, vibes on my Instagram Yeah, page. but, like, you hit them with the aesthetic. You don't hit them with, like... The you hit thought. them with, like, the lifestyle aesthetic. People yeah. are like, oh, I see that, and, like, that's the vibe I want to be living. Yeah. Like, that's what I want my day-to-day to be like. I'm trying to be hashtag lifestyle goals. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's, you're on the proper route, I'd say. But, yeah, I feel like your current girl. I wouldn't call her a girlfriend. I'd, but... call, her, I'd call her a boo. A boo? Is that what the kids are saying? Yeah, I'd call her a boo. B-O-O. <laughs> B-O-O. <laughs> She she seems cute. She seems like cute and talented. Classy aesthetic. Oh yeah, she's a singer. Drinks wine. Drinks wine. She seems like my kind of chick. She's you know that a girl's got her life together if you can go to her house any day of the week and she has multiple bottles of wine in the fridge that are opened but not finished. Yeah, that's that's a classy that's aesthetic. That's a classy move. Yeah. Let me tell you this, when we're in the boys' house, there's never a bottle of wine that is opened and not finished in that session. <laughs> I've never seen it happen. Um, how is she the same age as you, nineteen? Twenty. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm searching for the older ladies. Hashtag, hashtag cougar. <laughs> uh, Michael, you're about to be twenty in like a month, so yeah. it doesn't really count. Yeah. Best um, prank. Best prank. I feel like we're not pranksters <laughs> in our family. I feel like we haven't done pranks. Like, what do you do? You, have any recollection of any pranks pranks that I pulled on you not really I mean I feel like just like hiding your shit mostly oh there was one time I had this toy when I was young and his name was Max Steel oh my god this is a good one (laughs) and it was this action figure was obsessed with it and I was a weird little kid like definitely had like a little bit of OCD about a lot of things no like I I don't know where your OCD came (laughs) from but it was freaking psycho it was it was it was very psychopathic for a small (laughs) amount of time in my childhood like potential adult serial killer vibes but things have changed since then thank god um and this little toy i could never put his arms down his arms always had to be up in like a t-shape because he was always flying and and he was just flying 24 7 and I remember waking up I don't have, I don't know how he had the energy to fly. Yeah, this time. man was a superhero for sure. Um, but straight up woke up one morning and there I look. Max Steele's arms are at his side and I had a tantrum. I had a full-blown freak out because overnight my action figure's arms went from up to down and that just made me lose it. That was... Yeah, that the little shit like that was always my favorite to just piss you off. I was such a routine child about the weirdest things. <laughs> yeah, like I don't before even before I went to bed I had to have the proper things in line. He had like seventy five stuffed animals that he slept with as a child and it was like they all had to be in like certain, certain places. Position. <laughs> and if they weren't then like he couldn't go to sleep. Oh. How times have changed. Now I could fall asleep on the floor upside down if I had to. That's what you learn how to do in college. Honestly. All the good stuff. Yeah, college is definitely, definitely messed with the sleeping pattern. That's a fact. How's college going? It's great. I can't complain one bit. I finally met a good group of boys. Got my own personal fraternity. Yeah. <laughs> um, he didn't go down the Greek life path like I did. I'm not a Greeker myself. 
I respect it. I respect the the fraternal bond and brotherhood, <laughs> but uh, I can't get behind that that partying like that. I'm not for it. Yeah, he's not quite like me and Kim when it comes to raging. As you can see, like I'm more of a kickback kind of guy myself instead of a full blown rager man. Yeah, and I don't know what if we're putting Kim and her brother's segment first or ours first on the pod, but. Listeners, you'll you'll soon hear that Kim's brother's pretty low key and chill. Also, so me and Kim are definitely the wild the wild ones of the families. It's not that I'm not wild. It's just if I'm getting wild, it needs to be wild. Or I'm gonna like if I'm going out, it better be a better time than I would have if I was sitting in with the boys. You know what I mean? It's like I got you because we have a lot of fun when we're just hanging out, just doing boy stuff, you know. Boy stuff. Just chilling with the chilling with the squadron. <laughs> you're you're seriously a strange kid. Well, I guess my friends are too because we have a pretty fun time doing that. Yeah, Michael is definitely not the the average boy. He's got like hair as long as mine, and he wears <laughs> earrings, so he's kind of an oddball, but. I respect the style. I mean, I'm going to be on High Snobbity, GQ, you know, Fashion Weekly, just flexing out here doing my designer man shit. He basically thinks he's like the next Jonah Hill or something when it comes to the fashion industry, but... (laughs) Except I look a lot more hot than Jonah Hill ever has. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I'm in love with Jonah Hill. He's on my t-shirt. Yeah, but he might have like the streetwear vibe now, but he still doesn't have that look. He still wouldn't be GQ's top 100 men. I mean, fair. He doesn't have a six-pack, so. Yeah, exactly. You gotta have the full package. Feels. That's what the ladies are looking for in 2K18. Are they? The full package. No more dad bods? No more dad bods. Kick that trend out of 2K18. Get your asses together, boys. I think dad bods are out. I'm pretty much out on dad bods. I'm I went out through on a- the dad bod. It's like... Why you gotta look pudgy? It's like hit the gym and try to get a little bit of a bod gone. If you already have the dad bod, you already have the basis. It's so much easier from there. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like if you have a dad bod, you can just like you could literally go to the gym four times a week and you could be like a nice looking man within like a little bit of time. You don't. We're not asking for any like six pack washboard abs here. We're just looking for a little tone. I'm just looking for a little tone. That's it. Just a little tone up. It's like, come on, guys. Get it together. Get it together. You can do better than what you're doing out here right now. Feels. All right, Michael. Well, I think that wraps up most of our topics for today. Do you have anything you want to leave the people with? Um, You know, just have a good holiday season with your families. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. And going back into school or the work week after this, I hope everyone... Uh, gets back on route and gets back on track and has a good time before our Christmas break hits. Christmas break, man. Must be nice to still be in college. Well, you're, you, you have it too. PTO, man. <laughs> All right, Michael. Well, thanks for coming on. And uh, maybe you'll be on a future episode of Mills and Men. Hey, it was nice having, having me on. It was <laughs> great. <laughs> All right. Peace. guys so uh hope you enjoyed our little mini interviews with our brothers yeah that was pretty fun wouldn't you say
Yeah, it was kind of weird, like, not doing the podcast with you, but it was kind of cool, like, my, I feel like we had some good content there. Yeah, it was almost like they were the amateurs, and I was, like, trying to, like, teach my brother. I was, like, trying to get him with questions, and... (laughs) Yeah, my brother's not, like, a huge podcast listener, so I was kind of just trying to, like, show him the ropes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like I said earlier, I was just very surprised that my brother didn't take full advantage of the opportunity to just, like, out me on everything I've ever done to annoy him. I know, same. My brother was, like, super nice, shockingly. Yeah. Good for well, them. Wow, good I'm for us. I'm love us. I know, right? <laughs> I guess we're love. not that bad. It's the season of, of families. People would be lucky to have us as sisters, I think. I think we're, like, the coolest sisters in the game. My brother kind of said I was a cool sister, so I kind of... I roll with yeah, that. I know. My brother said he wouldn't replace me for another brother, so. Oh, my that God. Was that was a pro. Yeah, that's definitely a pro. <laughs> so this has been an interesting episode. I definitely mean, a weird one for the books. So. I'm just glad that we did it, but it is very hard to record remotely, and it's not something that we enjoy doing. But Honestly, I'm so excited to just see you again because I miss you, and I miss recording the podcast together. I know I miss you too. Next weekend is going to be so good. It's going to be high qual. Yeah. High qual worth a lot of five-star ratings. Absolutely. But not no more of these one-star ratings. Dude, I'm so anti-one-star rating. Can I just say that I'm like super heated? <laughs> Madison is like shaking someone off in the in the FaceTime. <laughs> Is I'm someone so trying sorry. to interrupt the podcast? Yeah, I'm like in the middle of recording out here. This is the problem <laughs> with recording at home. Like, this is why we're She's getting... literally like frantically waving her arm, like mouthing, like, get out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying Dude, to record. And I feel like we're back in like high school, like, mom, get out of my room. <laughs> it feels like it's so I'm sorry. Is my microphone making noise? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm laying in my bed. <laughs> I think our listeners might hate us for this episode, but it's fine. Anyways, if you want to leave us a one-star rating, that's okay. No, it's not. I was going to say, if you leave a one-star rating, you better fucking leave a review because I can't handle these one-star ratings where people just rate the stars and don't explain why they give a one-star. I'm all for like a fair rating, but you need to explain yourself. I think we actually only have one one one-star rating. And I'm I'm very pissed about it. But I really want to know who it's from. I don't give a fuck who it's from. I just wish that they would, like, at least give a reasoning why. I'm all yeah. for constructive criticism, but, like, if you leave a one-star rating and don't leave an explanation, you're a pussy. We also have, like, one four-star rating. Like, what the fuck, dude? You couldn't just give us five stars? Yeah. Did that person leave a review? No. Oh. Rude. Yeah. I mean, granted, we're not five-star material all the time. I get it, but... Yeah, we are. <laughs> you know how I feel. I'm very I'm very critical about the podcast. I'm just so confident. Just kidding. I'm just... Well, we need me, who's a realist in here, to... Yeah. To I'm, even it out. I'm the one with the big head here. Dude, I ate so much pie tonight. Holy shit. I love pie. And I had a lot of mac and cheese. I've I've made like over three pounds of mac and cheese in the past week yeah i made some for my friends giving and i made some for my family i respect it's that. just too much i never want to cook pasta and make cheese ever again 
I had a lot of sweet potato casserole because that's my shit. We had sweet potatoes, but not sweet potato casserole. Oh my god, that's depressing for you. I'll make you some sweet potato casserole one of these days. Okay. All right, should I'm we... I'm so tired. Should we um, read a couple of our actual five-star ratings to shout out some of our of our listeners out there? Yeah. Show the people what it's like. Read them to me as I fall asleep. Okay. <laughs> um, Let me find a good one here. Oh, I'll read uh, my favorite and you can read your no, favorite. No, I'm going to read our favorite first. Oh, okay. From Connor Wanders. Mm-hmm. Shouts to Connor Wanders. Shout out. Uh, caption, why not? <laughs> the podcast says, are they entitled? Maybe. Are they drunk? Probably. Are they entertaining? Sure. Is it content? Definitely. Yeah, that's pretty true. Such a good one. I feel like that really accurately describes our, our vibes. It really does. Um, let's see. Should I read the one that called me out? Oh my god! Did yeah. I already did I already rant enough about that one on the last podcast? It's kind of funny though. You should read it. Okay, Phi Gammy Dam says, "Actually makes you feel better." Dot 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 is the title. This show, unlike most podcasts, will make you feel better about your life, not because it'll help you cope with your stress and worries any better. Parentheses, it won't. But because your Sundays don't consist of shedding a Panthers jersey to not overheat and scarfing down Oreos to avoid death via hangover. At me. At Kim. All kidding aside, Madison and Kim are funny, thoughtful, and always there with a good story or two. A delightfully light podcast full of fun and easy banter to help shake off the Monday blues. I will give it to him. That's very well written. I appreciate a well written review. It is well written. And I feel like it's accurate. The bottom part anyway. Yeah, I mean, I mean, why would you be ashamed of, like, eating Oreos to avoid a hangover and, like, getting a hot flash in a Panthers jersey? Because I don't see anything wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. Also, my favorite, Mads and KB are out there doing stuff and stunting on the haters. Listen and make your day better. Short, sweet, to the point, and accurate. That diver, shout out. This is oh, is um, that Fiverr? I think so. Shout out. Yep. Another one of my favorites is from, of course, famous listener Dougie Fresh. Vibes AF. Grab yourself a fresh mimosa, put your headphones on, and cue up this fire potty. Listen to two Charlotte connoisseurs recap their weekend and fun and answer burning questions. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Um, have we gotten any good ones recently? We're up to 64. Which means last time I checked, we had 63, so we should have a new one. But I don't know. I can't tell which ones are new. I know, right? I'm trying to think of a Oh, well, we have 64 ratings, but not necessarily reviews. Oh, well, we're trying to get 50 reviews up in here, people. So write, review, subscribe. Oh, wait, this one's kind of funny. So... This one is our most recent review, and it says, What up, Queens, from King in the North. Shouts to Game of Thrones fans out there. Love the, love the name. Is that what that refers to? Because I'm, yeah. I'm not a GOT fan. Yeah, it is a Game of Thrones reference. He okay. says, Sad postgrad here. I saw a lot of touching, ba- touching base fan reviews, and I'm glad I gave you all a listen. Excited about the content and hopeful that this will fill my woeful, empty, potty rotation. <laughs> 
Shouts to White Comforter Nation. Love you. Bye. Shouts to White Comforter Nation. Do you know the bed that I am currently laying in in Carrie? It has a white comforter on it. I think I'm just team gray comforter because I have a gray comforter here and in Charlotte. Is that part of our brand? Yeah. White Comforter Nation, though, for real. <laughs> uh, white Comforter is my brand and gray comforter is your brand. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um. Well, for all of our our fans out there, uh, send a, shoot us a review and maybe we'll read it on an upcoming podcast. Who knows? Only five-star reviews, so fuck you one-star yeah. haters. I'm honestly surprised that no one took my advice and looked at your mom on Instagram and <laughs> left their review on our Apple podcast reviews. Well, I really thought that was going to get them. Maybe they will. Who knows? There's still time. Yeah. Well, if not, everyone leave a review on Apple Podcasts with your favorite part of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or the favorite meal that you had. Favorite Uh, part of the meal. Yeah. AKA, if it's not sweet potato casserole, get the fuck out. Or leave us a new, like, cocktail recipe or something. Something good. Leave us something good so we can read it. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. That should should give them enough options to, to leave a review. All right, people, well, we love you. Thanks for tuning in to another app, and we'll be back next week. Going to the beach. In Charlotte, yay. And everything is Woo. going to the beach. And everything is going to the beach.